After sitting in the Saints lobby for four days, I think this receptionist just really took pity on me. And she sent this coach an email and he comes out and we talk for two hours and he's like, you know, thanks for the info. Love your enthusiasm, but there's no precedent for yoga in the NFL. Stay in touch. From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a yoga teacher in crisis plots a radical career change during a jungle expedition. After this. My name is Jessica Honeycutt. I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. I grew up as a competitive swimmer, a junior Olympian, and it was kind of like, what is yoga? Is that like a religion or is it like, I I don't get it. Now, I have been practicing yoga for about 15 years and teaching for about 11 or 12 years. Yoga helped me to be at peace within my body and find more stillness to combat that anxiety and and the PTSD that I had felt for a long, long time after being sexually assaulted as a teenager. There are times where life challenges us to to kind of take a step back and and look maybe with a more macrocosmic lens. It was 2016, probably one of the lowest points of my life. At the time I was going through a divorce and I was teaching dozens of classes a week at different people's studios and barely making ends meet. I knew that that it was going to be tough. Really, at the same time, my mother had just been diagnosed with cancer and she was given two years to live. It was just devastating. I mean, I wasn't sure that I wanted to live. I, I, I wasn't sure how I could live. One of my very early teachers was hosting a yoga retreat in Belize, and I had already done two separate 200-hour yoga trainings. And really, at that time, I was teaching, but I, I still didn't consider myself a teacher. I just wanted to really learn. On that retreat in Belize, we spent a week waking up with the sun and and going down to the water and practicing yoga twice a day and just really absorbing the natural beauty. I was so full of energy and life from just the setting and the people and the situation and um, the training was so lovely. I decided to stay in Belize for an additional week It was just me and my backpack and a couple bucks in my pocket. I met a a couple who turned out to be these scientists from the UK who were in the jungle in Belize studying spiders. And we got to talking and, and they invited me to come to their outpost in the middle of the jungle. And I said yes. At 7 a.m., I I waited by the side of the dirt road by a stop sign, and they picked me up in their truck, and me just running on blind faith, and it was a lot of, like, heaviness in my heart, and and I kind of felt like, you know, what do you have to lose? We drove for a long time down a one-lane dirt road, and 
Then this guy, he looks to his wife and he just says, I'll get the boat. And I'm like, oh gosh. And so he comes back a few minutes later with this little tiny motorboat. And the three of us get in. And when I say like remote, it was so isolated. I mean, I, I couldn't even tell how this guy was navigating the waters. There were no landmarks, no signposts whatsoever. I mean, we saw a few crocodiles, a few monkeys, and that was it. And he ties up the boat, and then he, like, digs in the ground, and he uncovers a few machetes, and he hands one to me and one to his wife, and he takes one himself, and he says, you know, stay close. They're, it's like there are big cats in this jungle. And we walk another 45 minutes, and we get to their little outpost, which has, you know, a water tank and solar power and, you know, everything they need to to survive. And it was really there in that remote part of nature with two absolute strangers that I really was able to sit and just kind of think and and be. Life is short and none of us know how long we have. And I just knew that I had to do something to change my life in a way that it felt like I wanted to live it. You know, I thought to myself, like, what do I want my life to look like? My first thought is, like, my heart is just, I have to be in New Orleans. New Orleans has always, since the moment I first set foot here, has felt like home and has called me back. And, I mean, my second thought, I got this wild idea that I was going to be the yoga instructor for the New Orleans Saints football team. Maybe... It was a few days before or after that trip, but but at the time, a friend of mine was running a school in inner city Philadelphia, and I started an after-school yoga program there. And the first day, like 115-year-old young men showed up. And I thought, like, surely something is amiss. <laughs> and I asked, this kid right in front of me, I said, did one of your teachers offer you extra credit or, you know, and this kid looked at me and he said, no, ma'am, we play basketball and we heard LeBron does yoga. And that's when it really dawned on me the incredible impact and power that somebody with a platform like that can can have because I want to help people heal in the ways that yoga has helped me heal, or in any way that it can be beneficial. When I came back from that trip, I researched the role of yoga in professional sports, and I researched who the strength coach for the Saints was and wrote my really hilarious to me now report entitled Yoga for Elite Athletes, and it was like a bullet-pointed four-page list of the ways that they would prevent injury and save money, etc. And then I just flew from Philadelphia down to New Orleans and I gave myself a week. I had my report printed out and I would go and sit in the lobby and ask for this coach and the receptionist to the first day. She's like, well, is he expecting you? And I'd say, no, ma'am. And she'd be like, okay. And I would sit down and, and I would just sit like from nine to five and this continued Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. 
I want to say the fourth day, this receptionist, she sent this coach an email and he welcomes me back into his office and we talk for two hours and he's like, you know, there's no precedent for yoga in the NFL. Stay in touch. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm moving back to New Orleans. I'm going to go down there and make it happen. And I mean, everybody was like, love you, Jess, but you're crazy to move down to New Orleans. It's not going to happen. I had been down here for a month or two even and was starting to really sweat it. And then I, I ended up getting a text that just asked me if I could come back out to the training facility. And I was so excited because I thought, gosh, I've got a second interview. And when I got out there, he said, thanks so much for coming back in. There are, you know, 90 guys on the indoor football field. You have 15 minutes to warm them up. Good luck. I walked out on the football field and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. All right, everybody, lift your arms up by your ears. Bend your knees, sit back into a chair. And while they were sitting in a chair, I just said, my name is Jess. I was a junior Olympic swimmer. I'm trained in uh, Russian kettlebells and Pilates and yoga and martial arts. And I'm here to stretch you guys out and keep you injury free. Fold forward, touch your toes. And I was sweating, screaming, shaking. And then afterwards, you know, I, I shook the coach's hand. I said, thank you so much for the opportunity. And he just said, well, you know, you're hired. We'll see you Monday. And this will be my eighth season um, coming up this year. I have taken vows as a Buddhist and a lot of these athletes, my students who I consider my teachers are, are very devout Christian. I might speak a very different language, but but it's all it's all love. And something I say to them is, okay, you know, great. Demario Davis, you're a very Christian man, right? You're a man of God. Yes, yes. And so great. Well, you know, prayer is when you talk to God. Meditation is when you listen. The best and hardest lessons that I've ever learned throughout a lot of hardship in my life is to be still and to be quiet. Because as one of my teachers said to me very early on, you already have everything you need inside of you, and you're going to need it all. Jessica Honeycutt is a lifelong athlete and lover of movement, the arts, the great outdoors, and other people. Most of all, her son. She has been team yoga instructor for the New Orleans Saints since 2016. This story was produced by Sarah Fuss-Kessler. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.